This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. I mean, what's that football focus doing? Last week they had Brady. This week they got Brady. We're doing it. We're literally doing it differently from everybody else. Hey, as a matter of fact, moving forward from this point on, I will not make reference to PFL. Ready to get into it? Yeah, yeah. All right. So, we're going team by team. I would be very careful about slinging stuff. Am I going to get sued? Is that legal on this? Let's send you out on the right note. Uh, PFF sucks. Have a great day, everybody. <laughs> Welcome in to the PFF NFL Podcast. We got Steve Palazzolo, Sam Monson, Trevor Sykema, Brad Spielberger. We are coming to you from Circa Sports. We're at the sports book. We're in the cabana. This is Stadium sick. Swim. This is awesome. Right up here at Stadium Swim, which is someplace you should be coming to. Maybe not in February, but definitely for the Super Bowl. But I mean, certainly for the summer. We, yeah. we still got people out here like Oh, it's in loaded. It is like loaded five. here. It is loaded. It's going to be loaded here Sunday. Yes. For Super yes, Bowl Sunday. No question. So uh, it's pretty awesome up here. We appreciate the people at Circa for setting up, setting us up over here. Big yeah, very out. cool setup. Big shout out. We were here a couple of years ago, actually. For um, oh, what were we here for? What was it? What were we in Vegas for? Oh, it was a Shrine Bowl. The Shrine Bowl was here, and so we spent a day over here and we watched the AFC Championship between the Chiefs and the Bengals, and it was a blast. I mean, we had a awesome ball of a time, and yeah, like you said, it was wall to wall. It was obviously watching the game on the massive TV with the pools and everything. It was sick. Mike it's Quinn an incredible setup friends. here. What'd you say? Mike Quinn was making some friends that day. Mike Quinn was indeed making some friends that day. Uh, noted Bengals fan. <laughs> he was having a good time because that was when Joe Burrow won. So here's our plan for today from the Cabana. We're going to do a live mock draft. It's us, Sam and Steve, together. Team one against uh, Trevor and Brad. We'll figure out who's picking first, but we're going to go alternating picks through the first round. Um, but first, is 2024 bringing exciting or unexpected changes to your life? Or is a secret we- secret weapon to help you face those challenges with more confidence? A great term life insurance policy. That's right. Fabric by Gerber Life makes it simple to protect your family's financial future so you can focus on what's ahead, knowing your family's protected if something else unexpected happens. Fabric was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high-quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. Fabric has flexible policies that fit your, fit your budget, like a million dollars in coverage. For less than a dollar a day. Get your personalized quote in just minutes and then apply when it's convenient for you. It's all online and on your schedule. You can go from start to cover in less than 10 minutes with no health exam required. So join the thousands of parents who trust Fabric to protect their family. Apply today in just minutes at meetfabric.com slash pffnfl. That's meetfabric.com slash pffnfl. M-E-E-T fabric.com slash pffnfl. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Insurance Company not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. All right, guys, we ready to go here? Let's do it. Who's picking first? I don't know. You rock guys are our scissors. guests. We rock, should paper, just... oh, yeah, yeah, you guys you guys do it. Go go rock, rock paper, paper, scissors. scissors? One time. Okay. You do it, Sam? Wait. wait Pick a good one. We throw on shoot, right? Throw on one, shoot. Two, one, three, two, three, shoot. shoot. Right, yeah. One, two, right, three, right. shoot. And we'll take the first pick. Shoot. One, two, three, shoot. Oh. Bang. All right. Love to see All that. right, Brad we and Trevor. They're going number one. Make me proud, Trev. The Bears are on the clock, and you guys... Have your first pick here. Uh, you're the Bears guy, so you tell me. Yeah, people comp him to Patrick Mahomes, which is probably unfair to Caleb Williams. I don't think it's a strong enough comp, uh, you know, projection going forward. <laughs> no, okay, anyway, so. Uh, look, not, it is. It's the Bears, solid uh, his short. floor is, is Mahomes' first six seasons. No, okay, so uh, <laughs> the Bears are going to make this move. You're going to see Fields get traded. It's been kind of a bubbling on the surface this week uh, in Vegas. People talking about it. What's the package going to look like? How are they going to pivot to the future? I think as long as Caleb Williams doesn't outright pull an Eli Manning demand to not go there, which I don't think he will, I think he'll be a Chicago Bear in about two months. Caleb Williams so is Caleb it. Williams is the pick, number yep. one overall. Yep. What do you think the Fields compensation looks like here? With the first round rumors, is that way too high? I don't high? buy that. Look, far be it for me to doubt Adam Schefter compared to what I've heard. But I just look at the list of teams that need quarterbacks still, and the supply with the draft, with free agency. I don't see a long list of teams that need his services. So if they're not bidding each other up, I don't see how it first gets gets required. All right, so that puts us up on the clock, Sam. Nice. For Washington. Mm-hmm. The other buzz around, you know, Radio Row and the rest of the NFL is Drake May. Right. Potentially falling and not being the lock at two. But as uh, new commander's GM, Sam, 
Is that our move? Well, first of all, we have to decide how heavily is the model being weighed in our decision. Is, this the, is this the first mock is, with the laminated model? Yeah, first mock with the laminated model. Wow. Can, this'll, 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 wow. They won't be able to hear us yeah, we're just when going, I'm we're covering just going my model. Vibes. They're going off the model. Right. We're just going off vibes. We're non-QB. This is a non-QB model right now, though. Oh, okay. The, uh, the model really says just draft all the QBs because one of them will hit. Okay. So Right. That's not helping. Yeah. Well, I think I'm going to go by Trevor's big boy. <laughs> So, we've got Drake May as the number two quarterback, We're infiltrating right? their system. Look at that. Yeah. I mean, that's got to be – you're a little lower on May yeah. maybe than me. but I mean, ultimately, if you need a quarterback, you've got to pick one of them at this spot. So, it's Drake May. Or do you have enough confidence in any of the others to jump Drake May? I'm not there yet. Right. I'm not there yeah. in my film study or my analysis. Mm -hmm. So, But I do think this is where that conversation of should Washington be trying to jump to one is coming from. Yeah. The fact that there might actually be a big jump between Caleb Williams and Drake May, but they we didn't do that, so we're we're stuck with it. We're gonna call this is gonna be a trade free as well. This yes. this right. mock draft, so we're not right. we're trying to keep it tight. So we're gonna go Drake May. Yep. To Washington with the number two overall pick, putting the New England Patriots on the clock here at three. Yeah, I think that May's the right pick, and obviously we'll get to the Patriots pick in a sec. But just wrote an article about Drake May, kind of defending him being a quarterback worthy of a top three selection, because it seems like we're starting to enter that conversation of like, oh, could he slide here? But you know, when you look at Drake May over the last two years, our stable projections really still like him a lot, and I love the fact that he attacks over the middle of the field better than even the other two guys, and that doesn't make him necessarily better 100%, but this guy is fearless when it comes to intermediate middle, deep middle of the field, and whenever you can attack that area, it's just, it unlocks so many things of, of how you can attack a defense differently. So, anyway, you broke that all down, pff.com. I did, yes. Today, I believe, yeah, right? yeah, good plug there. Appreciate it. Um, New England Patriots at three. So we said no trade, just quick aside. I think they, it, it'd be interesting here if Patriots do say, let's build out a roster, wait on the quarterback. But anyway, uh, they also had a drug man. Okay, hold on. I hear what you're saying. But they cannot go into next season with Mac Jones. Correct. Right? So Correct. Who, are they going to bring in Kirk? No. Baker if, Mayfield's not getting out of in the Tampa. Top 15 is bringing in Kirk. Ba right. right Baker Mayfield's not getting out of Tampa. And you just kind of went over the fields like, okay, like it, do our team's really that high on them. So it's basically they're either drafting Jaden Daniels or they are going to start Mac Jones next year, and they're not uh, going to start Mac Jones. Next someone's year. forgetting Zappy Hour hits every day on Sunday. It's true. Noon. It's very true. It's very true. It's easy to forget that. It's very easy to forget that. <laughs> anyway, I think we go quarterback here. Yeah, I think we have to. Yeah. I really until New England shows us something different. I think we have to go quarterback. Agreed. So let's go, Jaden Daniels. We're yep, going, Jaden. We're going to start here, and uh, now the draft begins at four. Not really. So you guys are going where? Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels. Yeah. To the New England Patriots. Triple quarterback off the board. I'll try to do a reset every few picks here, too. Caleb Williams to the Bears, Drake May to Washington. Can, can you tell Levitard? Can <laughs> you down. tell them to keep it down? <laughs> Dan. Dan's over here. They got music and festivities. Can I Keep it down. Can I say, I also I caught a glimpse. Solf over there sent in a, a clip, and I feel like this setup has been designed to make me look like a hobbit. Sorry. I'm sitting next to you. How do I look? Gandalf. What do I look like? What do I look like? You look fine. Oh, no, it's a power stance. No, it's a power stance. We're good. We're trying somehow... To trying to drop my knees here so I don't look as... We've somehow taken <laughs> Steve and I, who are I'm trying already to look Gandalf more, I'm trying to look more from the GIF, and change the perspective problem so that I'm further away than he is. I'll sit back. I'll i got to sit six feet further closer to the camera. It's ridiculous. For the, for the podcast. I'll sit up. <laughs> i got to scroll all the way down to Jaden Daniels. To okay, I got him. I got him. Jaden Daniels. To, I'm just kidding. Jaden Daniels. What are you like, 10? <laughs> no, no, he's no, really 11. 11. Wow. 11. Arizona Cardinals. And I was just kidding about that. Dan, you guys can do whatever you want. Have fun. Um, Arizona Cardinals on the clock here at 4, Sam. Yep. Are you all in on Marvin Harrison Jr. as the best non-quarterback in this draft? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, he's, I think, the cleanest prospect. He's also won... They're probably not going for an offensive lineman where some of the other teams in the top 10 are desperate for offensive linemen and might make that switch because of it. The Cardinals, assuming they're going to let Marquise Brown go, they don't really have that superstar number one. So it's a need and, you know, quality fit. It's, per it's perfect. All right, let's do it. We're going MHJ. Marvin Harrison Jr., Ohio State wide receiver at four to the Arizona Cardinals, a weapon for Kyler Murray. He's the guy. That they're building around. Remember, there was a point we thought that the Cardinals might be in the QB market. Are they going to move on from Kyler Murray? But now, Marquise Brown is a free agent. Marvin Harrison Jr. becomes that number one wide receiver in Arizona. And that puts the Los Angeles Chargers and Jim Harbaugh on the clock. All right, so 
We got the pick here at number five, and the next four guys that we have on the on the big board are Malik Neighbors, Joe Walt, Brock Bowers, and Romo Dunze. I think that their big board basically is going to read those four players right there. So I think the way that they'll look at this pick is they'll be in pretty they'll be pretty lockstep with what we have as the next players that are available here. But there's a lot of different discussions. Brad, do you lean one way or the other when it comes to either the wide receivers or entertaining like tackle or Brock Bowers? Yeah, so I do have a slight preference from Lake Neighbors. I think he is a better athlete. There's more upside there. I like Odunze. I don't see after the catch burst that you see from Neighbors. I think Neighbors is maybe just a hair less of a contested catch guy. Odunze was phenomenal this year. You know, late hands, late separation, stuff like that. But Neighbors can do all those things as well. So I would lean there. Also, I've heard a lot of Jim Harbaugh loves tight ends, so they're going to take Brock Bowers. I don't think he loves all tight ends. He's not just a fan of all. He might take Kate Stover in the fourth, but I don't know about Brock Bowers at five. Good so, football player. Did you see Kate Stover? Good football player. Fact. Good football did player. Did you see Brock walking around? I did on media row. I didn't like physically see him. I saw the clips. But like eye test wise, saw him. You know, it doesn't. Not a huge time, guy. Tell tell your tight end stories really quick, Sam. What like when you how intimidated do you feel around them? I mean, tight ends are the one position in the NFL where when you see those people in person, you're like, okay, those are different human beings. Brock Bowers, not so much. So here's the thing about Brock Bowers that I've been trying to kind of get people ready for when we got to this point of the year. Georgia's got him listed at six foot four, two hundred forty pounds. Like both of those numbers for NFL tight ends are way below fiftieth percentile, especially the weight. Right. So if he shows up around two hundred forty pounds, and if they're inflated, just yeah, right. And and we think the school's live, so he'll probably be a hair under six four, and he'll probably be. I think he'll be around 240 when it comes to combine time because he knows he'll have to weigh in like that. Right. But he, no question about it, this is not like a six foot five, 255 pound tight end. No. He's just a different type of a dude. I so. mean, you know, in on the same day, Gronk is wandering around Radio Row, yes. different size human being yes. entirely. Yes. So not a knock on Bowers, the player, but no, Harbaugh's playing Bowers. style, yeah. inline tight to, end. You have yes. to see him as yeah. more of a wide receiver. Right. He can yes. play in line. Yeah. Pound for pound, he's pretty strong, but at the NFL level, pound for pound, kind of only gets you so And we're going to draft him soon. We're just talking Chargers yep. fit here. Yeah. yeah. So what do you want to do? What do you so I lean league neighbors here. I think you probably see in L.A. I, you know, Mike Williams, I don't know if he's back. Even Keenan had a great year. I get that. Right. A legend of the franchise. Right. I still think there's an outside chance he's not there either. You get a elite number one receiver, a guy that can play at the X spot, and be Justin Herbert's guy for the next, hopefully, decade. All right, we're going Malik Neighbors, number five. Put you up at six. Giants are up on the clock at six. I think this is a sprint to the podium move. With Joe Alt. With Joe Alt. I think it is a sprint to the podium time for the New York Giants. You have Andrew Thomas at left tackle, Evan Neal at right tackle, and again, I know, I mean, those, what, two out of their last three draft picks have been tackles. One has worked out, one has not. Yep. But I feel pretty good about Joe Walt. Yeah, I think you take who you think is the best tackle and you play him at right tackle. You start him from day one at right tackle. All so right. that's it. Notre Dame tackle, Joe Walt. I, is he the consensus? I don't think he's the consensus top tackle necessarily, he's but he's got he's gonna yeah. be close. He's, right? he's, he's getting there. It feels like if you were to poll people, majority would have him as offensive tackle one. So I don't know if that is the official definition of like consensus offensive tackle one, but he is the top offensive tackle on most boards. Most will have him yeah. at or near the top. For Seven, sure. I mean, we're having the offensive line discussion here with the Tennessee Titans as well. Uh, Brad, they obviously you know could use wide receiver, but that offensive line just was not as good as it needed to be, and we've got a couple of good ones with Olu Fashano and with Talise Fuaga as options for them. Do you lean one way or the other? So I do think Fashano this year, when I threw on the tape, this is last week, the, the, the Michigan game, the uh, – oh, sorry, Ohio State, Ohio State game, game was rough. Yeah. Um, he is probably the best pass blocker in this class, you know, overall. Not great at the second level in space as a run blocker, but good enough. You know, I, I imagine Brian Callahan brings kind of, you know, since they changed the whole run scheme this past year, but I think it's a little Fashano. I think they'll run that pick in just as quick as Joe Alt, frankly. All right. I, I won't push too far back on you. The only thing that I'd say is I, I liked Fuaga here from the, like, variable identity of the team. Sure. And if that part is changing – drastically in the trenches, then I could certainly see Olu Fashano. You calling the Titans soft now? I'm not calling them soft. It's just Vrabel very much so emphasized, <clears throat> you know, strength in the trenches. And <laughs> so, so much so, so much that they're so, afraid to hire right, him. Right, now they're afraid to yeah. hire the guy. So, uh, no, I, I, I won't push too far back on you with Fashano. We can go with that one. Do you think he's a good fit? Oh, I don't know. Do you think he's a better fit in, like, if they keep a similar outside zone run scheme with Drew Fuaga? I well? already selected it, so oh, you guys okay. can't. <laughs> All right, never mind. Moving it's on. Already updated the on Atlanta my Falcons at number eight. <laughs> Sam and Steve, what do we got? Yes. 
Good transition. You guys can good. keep, you can keep talking. We can keep talking about it. Nope. But. Shutting up. Now, what do we do here? Do we assume that the Falcons have already gotten Kirk? Let me text Zach real quick. Yeah. Let's, let's see, see what Zach says. <laughs> let's see, Zach. Wait, Kirk, I thought they were getting got, just, I thought they were getting Send him the mock. Send him the first seven picks. Wait, Zach, I thought, I thought they were getting available yeah. on the board here. Wait, I thought they were getting fields. You looking for Bo? Zach's over here looking for Bo. Oh, wow. That's a lot of scrolling, right? I'd be, I wouldn't hold your breath, bro. a lot of scrolling. Calm down over here. <laughs> it's quite a lot of scrolling. There All right, some... so we don't we don't know what's happening in free agency. Right. We've been trying to link Kirk because uh, he likes Atlanta, and he likes domes, and he likes playmakers. <laughs> don't we all? I'm just saying, when he's in free agency, he likes places where there's no wind or rain, and he likes places where there's good players who catch the ball. Yeah. There's a history here, it's, and Atlanta has those things. Not unreasonable requirements for a quarterback. <laughs> so maybe they get Kirk. Um, and then you have that same question about do you get the QB first or do you build the team? But I, I feel like the infrastructure is already there. So are we taking a shot on a QB here, Sam? Well, yeah. I mean, it's an either-or thing, right? If we think they've gotten the quarterback solution already, obviously they're going in a different direction. But if, if we can't stipulate that, then Let, they have to draft a quarterback. Let's operate like they're not. Okay. Well, then you they know? have to take a quarterback because you can't go into the season with what they had last year. Right. Oh, any, any more than the Patriots I agree can. with you. I agree with you. But we're going to get to a point, and this is the tough thing about being every team yeah. or every other team. We're going to get to a point with Denver and yeah. Raiders. Well, we already screwed ourselves. But, but, but this, is, this is the conversation that you have to have when you're doing mock drafts this year because we just went over the free agency options. There's not many. It's Mayfield, it's Kirk Cousins, right. and it's whoever's right. going to trade for Justin Fields. That's it. So even with like uh, two of those teams acquiring you know, two out of three of those guys because we feel like Mayfield's going to stay in Tampa, there's still a lot of QB needy teams that are out there. So you might as well like go through the exercise with, man, if – if one of them whiffs and it happens to be this team in the top 10, what does this look like? What I'd really rather have is Kirk Cousins in free agency, of course, mm -hmm. and then Rome. Then add that second playmaker to go with Drake London look, and Kyle Pitts. Look, then we're cooking. Hey, it's not my then show. Then Zach's cooking. It's, it's okay. not my show. So if you want to set it up that way, the you can't. The alternative is, right, as the GM, do you say we're not getting the answer year one with quarterback? There isn't one. There's no good answer. Three quarterbacks are already off the board. Somebody somebody gave Kirk Cousins the money already. We have nobody, right? There's other maybe, rounds. Maybe Desmond Ritter has a year in him, and you just sell it that way. You go through a bad year, but you've drafted a good player, and next year is when you get the quarterback. We have to make that call. Every That's what I'm saying. Everything you said applied to 2021. They were three quarterbacks that went. They went Kyle Pitts at four. They said maybe Desmond Ritter will have a good year. Yeah. And then they got fired. Right. But so. now you just – they're new. <laughs> now there's a new group of people. Sure, sure. But – you know, like you have to get the buy-in of, overcorrect of and Mr. Take, Blank. Mr. Yeah, Blank Mr. needs Blank. to be on board. We got to sure. run it by him. Sure, run it up the chain. But if Mr. Blank's on board, I think that's the way to go. They. This is also a team to not take a quarterback because we're stuck with one. This is right. this is also a team that I think is ripe to trade up in this draft. Like they have been some like behind the scenes, some not so behind the scenes, aggressive to go get a quarterback. And here they sit, they still don't have one. Sure. So I think, I think you guys talk about Arthur blank. I think he's going to be like, we better have a damn quarterback right. on the roster by the first week. of. I mean, ultimately I don't think the Falcons let themselves get into this situation, right? Whether it's by trading up, whether yeah. it's by getting Kirk yeah. cousins, they're not going to be sitting there at eight with their first shot at getting a quarterback no, no, with no, no, three no. of them already gone. No, but that's the, uh, that's the corner we've painted ourselves into. Let's just say, too, there is a world where second-round Michael Penix or second-round J.J. McCarthy, if they're still there, if you guys, we don't get desperate later as other teams, mm -hmm. <laughs> that maybe they're – so as the Falcons, we're going to – do you want to make that play? Yeah, so let's we'll assume – We'll look at the second round. Let's assume Artie yeah. is, uh, is on board and we're going to pass on okay, a quarterback. We, I know we're spending a lot of time on the Falcons, but this is, this is the struggle. It's fine. These are the, the, you know, these are the conversations people want to hear. So. so I'm looking at Roma Dunze. Yes. You want him? Yes. Okay. Then that that's an easy discussion. Damn, I like him as a compliment to Drake London, wrecked, to Kyle brother. Pitts, to Bijan. Wrecked. We're loading up on weapons in Atlanta. Roma yeah. Dunes at eight. Yeah, we are. I tried to talk him out of it. And the Bears are up. And man, it, you guys and sad? Yeah, Wide I'm, I'm demoralized. This is how you wanted him out. and Caleb. Yeah, you want to pair him with Caleb, and I, else we're not doing trades. I think if with the top eight happens, how we just did it, I think Chicago was trading down with someone at, at nine. Uh, anyway, you've been asking me. You've been kind. You're the draft expert. Uh, You've been saying, Brad, what do you think about X, Y, Z? Let's say the Bears do stay here. 
In your opinion, do you go defense? Is it too early there? Do you maybe take a Fuaga, play him at guard for a little bit, and maybe he becomes a tackle later on? If you're them and the consensus top three receivers are gone and the two tackles are gone, what do you think they do? Yeah, I don't think you have to be too sad about this if you're Chicago because, you know, you're in a situation where, yes, like you said, they could trade down, but also it is a stacked wide receiver class. Like, they will absolutely have the opportunity to get a difference maker or receiver that is not at number nine and so i i have no problem going with defense here uh i've mocked dallas turner the edge rusher from alabama here at number nine i've done the same with jared verse i would i would say to you those are the two that i would bring to the table and if you have a preference on one or the other let's go with that direction so i would say i, I thought dallas turner put on notable weight this season looked much bigger i think he was closer to, to 250 yeah I don't, I'm not sure 250 works in Matt Eberflus' defense at DM. So okay. he's looking for 265 plus, you know, 4-3 DN, hand in the dirt type of guy. Yeah. I think that's the direction they would go. Why, okay. uh, why not Latu in that group? So I, I, I love Latu Latu. I just wonder if the NFL is going to be as high on him as we are. He's without question been the best pass rusher in college football over the last couple of seasons. Insanely high pass rush grade. Insanely high pass rush win percentage. The thing is, is that his arm length when he measured into the senior bowl was 13th percentile for right. edge rushers. And I don't think he's going to test super well at the combine. I think he's going to be a 50th percentile athlete at best. So I think the NFL is just going to be a little bit lower on him when Dallas Turner, I think, tests really well, when Jared Verse tests really well. And I just see Latu being edge three in this draft, whether it's right or not. And that's, uh, that's assuming kind of, all the medicals check out as well. Yeah, and I think he'll be okay there. Um, you got two. But he did medically retire at one point in his career. Yeah. He did. He did. Yeah. But it was kind of a situation where, you know, Washington wasn't really comfortable with it, but he kind of still believed, hey, I'm going to get this surgery. It's not like he medically retired and was like, damn, that's it for me. You know, I got to talk to him in the senior bowl and he kind of was like, when they medically retired me, I was like, okay, let me still try to find some other options here because I still think that there's a path for me to continue to play. And so it wasn't as, it wasn't as dire as, he medically retired God, sounds yeah. like it, it, it can be. It's more so. of the story that you found at the Senior Bowl. Right. Good. It's true. Well done. It's true. So anyway, we're going Jared Verse here at number nine. Love it. Heavy-handed pass rusher, five-tech defensive end. Getting him opposite Montez Sweat. I mean, there you go. Really That's nice a duo right there. Yep. Yep. That's the first defensive player on the board, and I don't think we're unique in that situation. This draft or PFF, there's a lot of draft experts talking about first seven, eight, nine, ten picks be an offense just the way things are falling it's, um, it's that age right i mean we, we look at all of the offense coordinators that are the that are at the top of the list when it comes to head coaching hires and you know you and you, you get we've we've talked about this before these defensive head coaching candidates have to come into these meetings with okay give us who your offensive coordinator would be and then give us who your second offensive coordinator would be when they get poached a year later right. if we have success so it's just that's where we are right now offense 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 and so i think you're going to see that in the nfl draft all right jets are up up on the clock at number 10 another team almost certainly looking at offense after a year where the defense carried them aaron mm. Rodgers coming back how are we going to help Aaron here with some of those top receivers off the board, Sam? Yeah, I don't know if the Jets would love this spot if the first nine picks unfolded this way. We've already lost three wide receivers. We've lost the top two tackles off the board as well. I think with Aaron Rodgers coming back, I think the wide receiver room is fine. I think they desperately need to repair that offensive line. I'm with you. And that probably means Fuaga at right tackle. Fuaga at right tackle for from Oregon State. Yeah, uh, baby. Where is he? Number 12 on the PFF draft board right now. And uh, I think that's the play. Yeah. Absolutely. And he'll uh, step right in, play right tackle here. Protect Aaron Rodgers, sometimes blindside when he throws left. Because that's what right tackles do. They protect the blindside some of the time, depending on where the read goes. Yeah. Oh, I love Fuaga, so I love that pick. I've done that, I've done that connection many times, so I think you guys I think that. I think that will be a common one, especially if Alton... Uh, Fashanu are off the board. I, I don't think it's a guarantee that Fashanu is not on the board at this point. But still, I think the debates between... Talise Fuaga and Olu Fashanu are going to be Fushanu fierce. In the middle of the first, in some other people's Yeah, right, right. I, th down, yeah. I think there are teams in the league that are worried about how he deals with power. But they're very and, different. Like, those are almost different schemed players. Yeah, like, they're, yeah, the teams bit. that are going to love Fashanu are probably not going to love Fuaga and yeah, vice versa. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. All right, we got the Vikings up at number 11. 
We going defense again? What are we doing here? They could obviously use defense. Need a lot of players there. Um, I do think that they are probably considering whether they have Kirk or not. Considering also adding a quarterback here potentially. Oh sure, we got. Um, you know, I think Kevin O'Connell would like that athleticism that JJ McCarthy brings. Sit him for a year or two behind Kirk and then, and then slot him in. Otherwise, though, I would agree. I would go defense. I know he's not going to go this early in the real NFL draft because of size, but they need interior defensive line badly. My guy, Johnny Newton at Illinois, is the, the highest guy on our board here. Um, I don't know if you agree with that, that he might slide a little bit just because measurables. But, yeah, you know. The, the board as it sits right now is a little bit more of, like, what I think of these players necessarily than, like, what I think might happen in the draft for the mock draft simulator. So I do think that Murphy and Newton are kind of, like, right there. These two guys that are worthy of being the top interior defensive linemen. I think i might be with you on quarterback though okay okay who do you what, like who I, do you think their flavor is between i i wouldn't take jj mccarthy this high i wouldn't like it personally would not do that but so I, to me it's it's nicks or Penix. Penix, i don't think goes in the first round uh personally okay. i'd always be surprised if he does okay nicks yeah he's there's an athleticism there and, and i say that because kevin o'connell has said that on the record like having the legs element of a quarterback opens up your offense does so much for you Kirk's great. That's not a part of the I, game. I, I think Nick so. gives you a little bit of that. He does. No, no, definitely, definitely. Um, he also, you know, can rent cars from Avis without parental supervision. Uh, whereas JJ's never had a beer. I never don't. Yeah, of course, never had a beer. I don't really care about quarterback ages prospects. I don't. Now, if you're like elite, have multiple years as a starter, and you're 20 years old, 21 years old, obviously that's. That, that part of it matters. But when people talk to me about Penix and Knicks being much older, we have so many examples of quarterbacks playing until their mid to late 30s now at this point. Like, to me, it's not that big of a deal, especially if the experience helps them, especially if they hit the ground running when it comes to the NFL. They're not struggling as much. And these are two guys that have a lot of experience, and both Penix and Knicks have shown that with that added experience they are better football players so i don't know man i have a hard, i have a really hard time like holding that against them the age thing i don't think it's this guy is too old to develop or he's gonna you know hit his first co uh, contract when he's 28 or anything like that i think it's just the way baseball uses it i'm a 24 year old in a ball and dominating as i did right and then they're like you're a 24 year old in a ball you should be in triple a right on. right so that's the thing if you're gonna look at production for nicks or appendix and say, well, they're they're grown men, you know, playing now. Granted, there's a lot more grown men in college these last couple of years because of right. COVID years. But that's <laughs> right. where the age right. thing no, comes in. I, or really quick, if you say at 21 years old, Jaden Daniels was like a nothing coming out of Arizona State, a transfer, and then he turned himself into like a top prospect right. at 23 right. versus a Drake May who's only 21. I agree. And you, so that's where I think that stuff comes no, in. No, and bit. you're right. I see that value there. But honestly, for those two guys, like I, they have matured their game to the point where I don't really I don't really yeah. care. I don't I mean to call Jaden Daniels I, a nothing, but you know what I mean? No, no, that, well, no, he, I mean, he was he was considered a day three player before right, this year, right. right? And that's even coming off of a year at LSU when he took care of the ball a lot better. He was still going in this year seen as a day three quarterback. Anyways, uh, I would take Knicks here. All right, so we have uh, a J.J. McCarthy guy and a Bo Nix guy waiting with bated breath. They are here. waiting. They are um, waiting over here. Yeah, yeah. so oh, we're getting recorded. Secondary recorded. I would yeah. go Bo Nix. So, no, rip it. Yeah, rip it. You're our yeah. draft guy. All right. All right. Bo Nix. Waiting with bated breath. Yeah, waiting with sharpened instruments. Yes, I'm nervous about leaving now. Um, the crowded circuit goes wild for the Bo Nix pick. <laughs> they are going nuts over here. I thought for a second. If you can hear it. Tyler, can we get some crowd noise in here? I thought for Bo a second. Nicks. That was, uh -oh. I thought for a second that was uh -oh. Tyler breaking that sound effects. That's uh -oh. Levitard. Uh -oh. <laughs> All right, so you guys are, are up at uh, 12. Good luck with this one. Uh, well, <laughs> I like this. Have fun, have fun. The Broncos were, were looking hard at Bo Nix there. Yeah. At 12. Certainly quarterback. I don't think, Sam, for yeah. uh, any other QB needy teams, I don't know that we're going to, as GMs, go that way. Let me uh, consult the model. Yeah, what's the model say? Currently, Brock Bauer is the top <laughs> we're dying to player models, on huh? the PFF draft board. If we could do, I'll do a quick reset while you're looking. Caleb Williams to the Bears at one. Drake May to the Commanders at two. Jaden Daniels to the Patriots at three. Marvin Harrison Jr. to the Cardinals at four. Malik Neighbors to the Chargers at five. Joe Wall to the Giants at six. Olufashanu at the to the Titans at seven, Roma Dunze to the Falcons at eight, Jared Verse to the Bears at nine, uh, Tillies? How do you say? Talize. Talize, sorry, Fuaga to the or uh, to Oregon State, to the Jets at ten, and then Bo Nix to the Vikings at eleven. That puts us on the clock here for the yeah. Broncos. So I would check, but I forgot that the model dislikes quarterbacks so much that you just tapped out entirely. There's no QBs of, on there. Or putting no them on there. there. Yeah. No. 
Perfect. We haven't, sol- we haven't solved that yet. Excellent. Other than take shots. I didn't know that's what you were looking at. Yeah, yeah. So, so that was not helpful Arnett at all. Level rip right here. They're, they're Are you panicking. ready to go with a J.J. McCarthy or a Michael Penix for the Broncos here? Are we that desperate at oh, quarterback God. that we do that? Or do we, do we wait? I mean, again, you're in a situation where you kind of need one, right? You can't roll into the – you're not going with Russ. You're already burned that to be cut Russ. It's crazy how – the, the the teams that need quarterbacks have gone scorched earth. Right. Like, like we, we can't even have this conversation with a lot of teams. The Falcons must get yes. a new one. The Broncos must get a new right. one. The Patriots must get a new one. Like, there is no middle ground no middle, anything no, no with these rooms. So, so they've, yeah. they've or, also like, Russ is gone. enough quarterbacks to come right. around for all Russ that. is gone. Jarrett Siddham is gone. And unlike Atlanta, it's not a brand new regime. Like, you can't say, hey, I just burned all of the bridges with Russ for no good reason during the middle of the season. And, oh, by the way, I have no plan. Like, we're going to have to wait because we got hosed in the draft. So you got to take the quarterback. You guys are going to have the same conversation with the Raiders here at 13? No, we're not. Pick? No. Nope. <laughs> we're on the same page. Yeah, we're not. No, no we're not. Faith in Aiden? We're not, not having it. AOC. I, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't just. You, you elite, wouldn't pick, elite PFF grade two what years What would you do? <laughs> second round. Second round. Second round. Who's second left round in the second round? I, I think Penix will be there in the second. Maybe not in our mind. You know, maybe not in our world. But I think in, in real life. A Penix or a McCarthy will be there in the second. Those are the two we're choosing from right you now. You think with four quarterbacks in the third. off the board, they can afford to pass on one at this spot, hoping that one will be there in the second round. Bearing yeah. in mind that if they aren't, what do they do? Again, it's a weird world. We, something would have happened before, free agency. All right, but we're in this world right now. We don't have a quarterback. We've cut Russ. Yeah, we could have traded for field. We just throw a two uh, for Fields. You could do that. It's your yeah. show. I'll give you a two for Fields. No, Sean Payton, noted lover. Of- <laughs> I take it's it. our show. We can- I lost the. I lost all. I we lost, lost my the model. That was. Model. I got it. I got that it. That was got bad it. negotiating. <laughs> we we lost hard. I'm on that desperate. One. I'll give you a two for Fields. No, no. Sean yeah, Sean Payton looking for another quarterback. It didn't go well. Half second every time to throw. It went so well this past year. Trying to get the younger model. Um, I don't think Fields doesn't play there either. No, I don't think so. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. really do that either. Yeah. I'm just saying that's the desperation play oh, sure, of sure, sure. the NFL right now. Yeah, Got to make a pick. It's so desperate right. they didn't do it. I just Taysom Hill available. I don't think Penix All right. or McCarthy goes this high. All, All right. right, so what do we, what do you do? Just next best player available. Brock Bowers? Maybe Bowers. I mean, Bowers is elite. Taking him at 12, I'm good with that. But we have no quarterback and we're therefore screwed. Yeah, we'll, we'll assume we'll do that somewhere else. Okay. Greg Dorsey's right. Razor. Taking Brock Bowers. Yeah, <laughs> All right, Brock Bowers. Did I don't feel good about any of it. I don't want to run the, the Broncos right now. We're in a tough spot. <laughs> I mean, we just got well, Sean Payton Well, the Trout man himself. Yeah. We got right. Brock Big Bowers. Big bass fishing. All right, I was making eyes at you because I'm thinking defense here. Uh, and yeah, you said it earlier on Radio Row, you were talking to Raiders. Um, I get quarterback's going to be be a you know hot ticket item here. They could go weapon, I suppose. Offensive line, they do have three pending free agents at center, right guard, and tackle. But if I'm them... This is where I want your number one interior defender in my eyes. I know the corners are there. They're good players. If I'm them my weight on corner, I yeah. take the number one D tackle in the class at this pick. That's probably Byron Murphy. I just went over interior defensive line for the draft guide, which is going to be out sometime in February. And um, I do have Byron Murphy the second from Texas as my DT1 in this class. I mean, just he, when you talk about age, I, I don't know if he's going to be tw- 20 or 21 on, on draft day, but he is a young player, and he is strong as hell, man. I mean, he's got... A super quick first step, but he also has the uh, the upper body strength to just bench press these dudes whenever he is, uh, whenever he gets his hands on the inside. I mean, he's he's just tough to, to he's tough to handle. He can he can hold up against double teams so much better than players around 290, 295 like he was. So um, I think that he is an all-around three-down defensive tackle, and he'd be my top guy. Love that. Push the pocket, make room for Crosby and uh, our guy Malcolm Koontz. PFF Darling, 2023. Um, I love that pick. All right. Byron Murphy, 13. Done. All right, Saints are on the clock. Is that right? Yeah, they Saints at 14 on the clock. Byron Murphy off the board to the Raiders. But first, got to tell you about our friends over at Prize Picks. they got a Patrick Mahomes free square. Patrick Mahomes mm. throws for one or more yards. You win. That's it. Add an extra layer of excitement to the big game with Prize Picks and take advantage of their exclusive Patrick Mahomes free square offer. We did it with our Prize Picks lineup. If Patrick Mahomes throws for more than one yard during the Super Bowl, you win. You can win a prize by rooting for one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Don't miss your chance to get in on the action and win big with Prize Picks. 
Sign up now and claim your free square. Prize picks the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. The easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than a two to six player stat projection and watch the winnings roll in. If you want to play alongside some of PrizePix's favorite players, like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz, you could do that. Just find the community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the PrizePix community each week. PrizePix even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half, doesn't return in the second half, that player is rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. So, go check it out right now, prizepicks.com slash PFFNFL. Use the code PFFNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, prizepicks.com slash PFFNFL. First deposit match up to $100 using the code PFFNFL. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy over at PrizePicks. They're scheming over there mm. for pick 15. Yeah. Saints are up on the clock. Yeah, you might uh, as well just send to pick 16 now. We already got it on lock. The Saints... Uh, Ryan Ramchek is rumored to maybe face retirement. I don't know if we have any updates on that. The right tackle. Don't think he'll retire, but he's starting definitely not, right tackle. Yeah, it definitely the health was not great last year. Um, so tackle's been an issue either way. Their offensive line, I mean, has been in decline for a number of years. So definitely offensive line help across the board, I think, is 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 an option. At least Trevor Penning worked out. I'm seeing J.C. Latham up there from Alabama. Um, I know you've seen him as kind of a, you know, he could be a guard conversion with his power, but he also could be that right tackle insurance for Ryan Ramchak. Could be left tackle insurance if they needed to, the way Trevor Tent Penning's been playing. Yeah, I mean, I also think that the defensive line is a real area of need for them. Their edge rushers in particular have not worked out in recent years. Cameron Jordan is only getting older. He's still got some juice in the tank, but if they could get a really high-end impact edge rusher, and I think at pick number 14, with one already off the board, edge one is still there. Latu. Yes. That's our guy. That's our you guy. and I are both in agreement. He's our top guy. We'll see with the arm length thing. I do think the workouts do matter, everything that you're saying, Trevor. And, and the arm but. length thing, so I, I think it's more important for some uh, defensive linemen than for others, right? Latu may have short arms. He also has by far the best hand usage yeah, of any edge rusher to come along in a while. Yeah. So immediately offsets that. It's like he's, he doesn't need the arm length because he's defeating your hands at the, 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 the contact point. Let's yeah, do it. a lot of the traits and the measurables and things like that matter more for guys that you're projecting to hopefully see more of, right? right? When you get guys who are young, who you go, man, the potential's really high, we just haven't seen it yet. You like to think about, oh, look at the 10-yard split, look at the explosive scores, look at the hand, look at look at how long the arms are, but like Latu already does it. Yeah. And it's tougher in the NFL, there's no doubt about it, but he already shows it. I so. feel like we're getting some Let's of the same it. comments for him that people were saying about Joey Bosa at draft time. It's like, is he already maxed out? It's like, well, maybe, but he's already maxed out at a very good player. Correct. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I think that he already is a fantastic player. Brad, go ahead. Trevor's up on the clock I, at 15. Trevor and I were conspiring back here. The, mm, uh, we're on number... the same team. It's not conspiring. <laughs> I don't know. Persp I'm perspiring. We're just conversing. Having a, conversing, we're just having a good chat. Just two bros talking about the NFL draft. Mm, That's okay. all it was. Fair enough. Uh, we were on the same page before I said conspiring. Um, so look. <laughs> now number, we are. Now we're conspiring. Indianapolis Colts outside corners last year were... Cheeks? Not good. That fills in the blank nicely. So, uh, you know, uh, the number one graded corner in college football the last two years in a row. Something that might never ever, ever happen again in the history of PFF uh, is a college corner being the number one graded player two years in a row. He had an amazing senior bowl. I had a personnel guy. I texted Trevor this say he was the best player down there, and that was a loaded senior bowl. Um, Quinion Mitchell, Toledo, corner. To that cover three Gus Bradley system, played a ton of zone in college. Yep. I think he showed some good chops, though, coming up and Good press. fit. Yeah, I love that fit. Yep, yep. It's, it's a beautiful fit, and, and beyond that, we wanted to see more press coverage reps top, from Quinion Mitchell. Top model corner over here. That was that was basically the only question marks we had from him, and the guys at the Senior Bowl did a great job putting him in press coverage situations, and, oh, guess what? He was still extremely good. So he is going to be in the conversation for the first corner off the board. There's yeah, no question about it. That's a good it. pick. I hate it. Yeah, I don't like you guys <laughs> pick, picking a good pick. Oh, we've... We have, a, we, have a, we have a chance for your big Steelers play in a few picks. Oh, yeah, 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 the big thing. Yeah, yeah. We're going to unveil. They, I don't know if they've heard that incredible take Probably not. that you have there. Um, Seahawks at 16. Mike McDonald, new head coach here. Uh, what are you looking at here, Sam? I mean, it's a lot of defense right now. If you look at the top players available on the board, a lot of defensive help uh, at all three levels uh, of, of D. I think that they – I think that – 
his defense, he already talked about how much he loves um, Devin Witherspoon and what he can do in that defense. I don't know that he's going to go hard after corner. CB1, people um, But I, I think they could be looking at defensive line, absolutely. It's the Pips. Uh, Dallas Turner, the top edge per the PFF draft board right now. Um, athletic, can rush the passer. My one question with McDonald in Seattle that we talked about on the show a couple days ago, do they does he build the defense the same way they have in Baltimore? Maybe de-emphasizing right. edge rusher a little bit more, building from the back seven. But again, I don't know if there's good fits at linebacker. They're kind of loaded up a corner with what they've invested in the last couple of years. I don't hate a Dallas Turner potential fit here. For Alabama, I mean, yeah. from Alabama, or you could look at the offensive line and see if they they have help there. But I I would be okay with that. Latham's another interesting one there. They have their tackles, but if Latham was a guard conversion potentially for Seattle, what are you thinking? What are you thinking as the final final choice here? No, I mean, if I, you want an interior offensive line, you could also just go Jackson Powers Johnson. Well, yeah, that ruins a later. Point. As uh, oh. GMs of other teams, oh, okay. <laughs> we might be trying to set the ba- the draft up in a certain way. All right, we're we'll not colluding. Right, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll take him next. It's fine. No, you can't touch him. Oh, interesting. For, <laughs> That's interesting. For a few That's picks, real, here. Inconvenient. real, really interesting. <laughs> real interesting. All right, what do you want to do? What's the model say? Go Dallas. T- well, it doesn't say Dallas Turner. I'll doesn't say, say Dallas Turner. No, but I'm not leaning on the model exclusively here. But I don't. What, do you like Dallas Turner? Forget the model. He's he all right. Yeah, he's all right. I like the fit in Seattle. It's a good fit in Seattle. Yeah, right. It's good for Seattle. I'm not a huge Dallas Turner fan, but like we, we we cheat a little bit mock drafts. It's not just what we would do. It's you know, it's a little Mm. bone. Okay, pick. All right, take Dallas Turner. This is the one where uh, who was the guy in the Eagles war room that was really pissed off when they didn't draft this guy? Um, Lee McNeil. That's what I'm going to be. They took. Milton Williams. Milton, Milton Williams, Williams instead. Yep. So yeah, yep. I'm that guy now. Matt, Turner to just, Seattle. Sorry, off that we just dropped. I listen. It, I listen to my scouts. All right, Jacksonville. My scouts like Jaguars at number 17. What are we thinking? So I'll, I'll pose a couple questions. So Anton Harrison, Walker Little. Where do you think they should play long term? Uh, what are you saying? Like left right, or right tackle, tackle, guard? Yeah. Well, oh, different Anton, questions for both. Anton should play an offensive tackle for sure. Walker Little, I, I don't know. Because I, I just want to add an offensive lineman. Their okay. offensive line was abysmal last year. Like, I don't think people talking about how bad. I think they were number two in quick pressure rate a lot in the season. Yeah, then I'd play. Um, I'd get a tackle. That's what I think. Too. Yeah, if you're picking a 17, you're going to get a tackle. And so you're a big Latham guy. I was thinking maybe you get Anton's old pal, Guyton, who had a great senior bowl back in the mix. But anyway, I think you go offensive line. Yeah. Wherever um, you want to go. I have Latham much higher on my board than I do Guyton. I love what I saw from Guyton at the Senior Bowl. Not that it was perfect. Um, I think the hand uses, it still needs a lot of work with him. But I loved how competitive this dude was. Like, between every rep, he was high-fiving coaches. He was getting super hyped up. And you could tell he just, like, he just he wants to be great. He only had one year of, of a starting experience at Oklahoma, so it makes sense that the fundamentals, the technique, are not there for him yet. But you see somebody and their passion and their willingness to want to be great, that just – it – encourages you to draft them in the first round because you know how talented they could be. But I would still go J.C. Latham here. Well, so now you're talking Trambolke's language here. So we got passion. If he has long arms, that's the pick. But the reason <laughs> why I asked the Anton arms. Harrison question No, okay. He... Well, look, if we're going Trambolke, we're picking Amarius Mims. Uh, right. It's just, not just, like it, it wouldn't right. be a debate. Right. So, I mean, we're not going to – I guess we don't have to emulate what we think he'd do. But all I'm saying for the Anton Harrison last piece, like, would you kick him back to left side? So does that make – like, do you think Latham's a right tackle or, or a left tackle? Like, is there – any, or you just figure it out? No, I mean, I think Latham's probably a right tackle. I think Anton could play left tackle. Okay. And that's, and that's, if he's your top tackle available, that's He's much. my next guy. Then yeah. let's rip and, it. And I have Mims not too far behind, but yeah, let's go Jay-Z Latham here. Stay true to the board. Latham to the Jags at 17 at tackle. Puts the Bengals up on the clock at 18. I kind of like some of the options here for the Bengals, yeah. Sam. No, I think this would be a good, uh, a good way for the draft to unfold for Cincinnati if it was like this. I think they need help in a few different spots. Uh, defensive line on the interior, whether or not DJ Reader comes back, I think they would love to keep him. But even without him, I think they could use a real difference maker inside as a pass rusher. Um, I think they could. They've been using, they've been needing rather a tight end for years. I don't know that you, you're going to want to pick one at this spot given uh, Brock Bowers off the board. <laughs> But that's a position of need. Um, and then they still need uh, offensive line help as well. I mean, Offensive line help. I don't hate more corner depth yeah. with like, the guys that are on the board here, Nate Wiggins, Terry Arnold, Cooper mm-hmm. Gene. So what are you thinking? I think there's a lot of potential options here. Mims. Yeah. Marius Mims, who they were just discussing. Tackle from Georgia with Jonah Williams hitting free agency. 
do you get Mims and just get that offensive tackle here in the first round? You could. Um, I think I would go Newton on the defensive line on the interior uh, from Illinois, but I would be open to alternatives. Are we going Jer- uh, Johnny or Jerzon? I'm a Jerzon guy personally. Okay, because he's been. He <laughs> Where did Johnny come from? All of a sudden, like, he became. All of a sudden, he was Johnny, Johnny Newton. And yeah. yeah, unironically started saying it. I don't and know. I got confused. Like, did he co-sign that, or did people just look at his name and just start sweating? Just sweat. No, I was wondering. Tap that all him. Big J. They panicked. Big J. How you doing? Well, that's what happened with Vitae, right? They just went. Yes. They took one big look H. at that and went, Big V. Oh, yeah, big we're v. out. We're out. Yeah, we're exactly out. very true. Yeah. Or Big V. Yeah, big H. I want to listen to my scouts again. We'll go uh, Drazon Newton. Okay. Let's go. It's right. a good pick. So From I'm Illinois. Keep real saying. quick, Trev, just let you appreciate the gravity of the first first-round pick for the Los Angeles Rams since 2016 yeah. is what we're about to be making. Yeah. So yeah. this is eight years coming. Yeah. Huge. So huge. Anyway, that's all I had to say. Um, sure. The way that the board has fallen, I think they need corner. They do. And we've got really good corners that are left. I'm, I don't think the draft ends up falling this way, but I think some of the quarterback conversations end up working themselves out before we actually get the draft weekend. Yeah. All that to say, I think Cooper DeGene is a defensive X factor, man. I, I gave him a potential all-pro ceiling. I think he'd start as an outside corner. I think he would be a phenomenal nickel defender in certain package situations because of how good of a run defender he is and the instincts that he has, understanding spacing, his ball skills, to be able to play a roaming safety or a deep safety role. I think he can do all of those things. I've talked about him being a... He's not as athletically... Well, I mean, like he's a crazy athlete too, but I'm just going to say it. Jalen Ramsey versatility. That's what I see from this dude. Wow. I think we I think week in and week out, you can use him in different ways, similar to how flexible a Jalen Ramsey is for your defense. Obviously, Ramsey no longer with the Los Angeles Rams. I think that they could see Cooper DeGene in a similar light. What do you think he's gonna run? Pretty fast. What, what's pretty fast? Four fours. Because <laughs> I think so. You're describing what I thought Brian Branch was if he hadn't run a four or five yeah, four. Or but whatever okay, it was. but here's the thing with Brian Branch, like Branch wasn't an outside corner. This no, but dude, I think he could have. But I think Branch could play there. Tape at outside right. corner. Yeah, but Sam I think Branch could have played there. Could. That he could play. Yeah. There. Yeah. I, look, I love Brian Branch. You don't. You don't got to sell me on Brian Branch. So, I, I I love the fact that you viewed him that highly, just because I agree. I think he's a really good football player. But DeGene was a. Um, oh man, hold on. Let me let Throw me look on this the up. high school basketball film from Cooper DeGene. Coming at you from circa here. <laughs> Just getting a little circuit drop. Mm, okay. nice. Stadium on. swim, baby. Well done. Hold on. Awesome over here. Hold on. Hold While on. we're looking to his model. Hold on. I'm Thanks going to all the people I'm, at Circa I'm, for I'm going setting this up. He's got his trait tracker. This yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Hold on. Okay. Well, I'm seeing so, inside the mind of Trevor Sekuma. Okay. So share it. He ran track in high school. Um, he won the state championship in both the long jump, in which he jumped over 23 feet, and the 100-meter dash when he had 11.16 seconds. So Fast, good jumper. Right. Like, explosive, fast player. He also, fun fact, in basketball, his 1,832 career points are 55 more points than Sacramento Kings uh, and or, uh, Harrison Barnes, who, when it comes to being all-time on the, uh, the state scoring list. So he outscored a guy who, in high school, he outscored a guy who went to the NBA. In yeah. Harrison Barnes. Are you going to make the pick? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that star role, that Jalen Ramsey star role, I love I thought, it. I thought I'd already made the pick before. Yeah, that was good. No. It was a good breakdown. Good analysis. Couldn't love it more. And and Mike Shula, Don Shula, whatever Shula, Chris Shula, whatever, whatever Shula is now the D coordinator the, with the Rams. Shula was the there third. for the Ramsey. Yeah. A Shula uh, was, there for the, was there for the Ramsey <laughs> time too. So it's familiarity there. That's, that, that's a no-brainer. Nice. All right. Pick Jackson Powers Johnson. We'll yeah. Win. Steelers. <laughs> Jackson Powers Johnson. Done. To Hall the Hall of Fame. Fame yeah. Baby. Steelers next Hall of Fame center. It's in the books. The yeah, lineage. Mason Cole probably a cap casualty. That that looks like it'll happen. And obviously he can play guard too. But oh yeah, you, you're in the Yin's No Ball podcast. So Yin's No Ball. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. And you know Steelers centers go to the Hall of Fame, especially when they're picked in the first round. This mm-hmm. is destiny. Yeah. Yep. Pouncy, Pouncy to Powers Johnson. All JPJ, right. Gators, best baby. body that I saw in Mobile. Pause. Best body. Pause. Best body. Got to stop. Saying I mean, it's that. relative. <laughs> but it's like just it was. He's just a fire hydrant, dude. But like that's best in my he's, life. He's no like, bad weight. Like, no bad he's weight. He's like barrel chested with the gut. It's an amazing body. It really is. It's, just, it's amazing. Yeah. It re- that's all the incredible <laughs> athletes out there. He's the only guy he's I looked. Like, I'm like, look at that guy. That's a body. He's the only guy I saw down there where I what said, hey, look at that. What about Tavondre Sweat? He's pushing 380. 
No, that was a special body too. Yeah, he was number two. Got like you know all the judges out there from Mr. Olympia and Steve scored all the. No, those guys are like four out of ten. I need a giant fat guy guy. with a gut. Look at JPJ. All right, so Miami Dolphins at twenty-one. O line here. They do probably need O line. Mims. I could well. Yeah, you can do Mims. You can do Mims. I I could see. Yeah, Fatano as well. A lot of a lot of players left. Guyton maybe not a good fit for them. Um, he's not great in space, right? I haven't watched his tape yet. Guyton? Yeah. I mean, super athletic, but like, uh, there's there's a lot of fundamentals that he's that he's not great with uh, yet. So yeah, I think Tron Armstead retiring is probably in the cards um, for Miami. So that opens up left tackle. You have right guard with Robert Hunt is also a pending free agent. They have a lot of big contracts. You bet, I, yeah. Offensive line, I, yeah. I'll, I'll follow you blindly into the light, just taking off the yeah, line. You got to go, Mary Smims them. Mims good in that in that run scheme. Yeah, I know. I think that he can. Again, like I think Mims is a very good mover as well. I think he's got super long arms. He's good strong pick. for his size. Marius Mims. Yeah, yeah. I like love it. Mims. Love it. Mims to the Dolphins. That puts the Eagles up here at pick 22. Sam, they pick only offensive and defensive linemen in the first. That's what they do. Sure. On the other hand, this we should pick a corner here. I agree. <laughs> Terry and Arnold. Yeah, they're right there, man. At you the should, top of the board. You should pick Terry and Arnold. <laughs> yes, I want Arnold. Okay. Yeah. You want Arnold? Yeah. Terry yeah. and Arnold, the Alabama cornerback to the Eagles. Um, Trevor, I agree with you. I don't think these corners are on the board this low. No, I don't either. In, I think uh, Wiggins might be, but like reality. Wiggins would be an option for them as well. I think Kool Aid could be, so Kool Aid's an option. But for Arnold, them as well. Dejean, and um, yeah, and Quinion, I think are the first three off the board. I agree. Texans at twenty-three. Right. This is an got? easy one to me. I mean, I'm looking at Brian Thomas Jr. sitting there, adding that vertical threat element to Nico Collins. Uh, I think would be an awesome one-two punch. Uh, obviously, Tank Dell c- comes back in the slot. Obviously, Tank Dell. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't forget about Tank Dell. Yeah. Um, and then you could go corner. Stephen Nelson, pending free agent. You know, someone to pair with Derek Stingley. But uh, I'm sitting here and I, and I like. Are they Brian not going to bring him back? You think? They could, they could, but he's going to be 30. So, like, not not a long-term answer at corner generally. So, mm. I'm between those two spots, though. Any other positions you think make sense in Houston? I think you have the franchise quarterback and, and C.J. Stroud. Go get an offensive weapon for him. Yeah, I think Brian Thomas Jr. Yep. You're well, up. Cowboys, 24. Hmm. All right, Dallas. I we got to take the best player. Okay. Whoever that is. Who would you guys take, Brian Thomas? Yep. We did. He's off the board. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the corners that are on the board there. thinking, you know, Stephon Gilmore is older yeah and uh you know needing someone to pair with uh trevon diggs here i mean i think nate wiggins John Blanslander corner if if wiggins is able to put on a little bit of weight and i think he is i mean i don't think he's one of those guys that's stuck at that size he's got the frame to add a bit more his tape is phenomenal he could be the best corner in this draft with a little bit more size talking about wiggins yeah 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 i like it uh clemson corner nate wiggins to the cowboys at 24 putting the Green Bay Packers up on the clock here at 25. I don't hate DB here either. Jerry Alexander is like trying to force his way out of the state of Wisconsin. Um, basically on a weekly basis. You Captain got Jerry Alexander. Eric, mm. Yeah, yeah. Eric Stokes didn't play pretty much the entire year. Did Keyshawn Nixon. Yeah. Captain Jerry. He made himself captain. captain no, I know. I know the reference. I'm just uh, laughing. Local local Packers fan, Jerry Alexander. Um, remember we went up to the... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the local news. Yep. So I think DB makes sense for them for sure. Their safety play this past year was about as bad as it gets across the league. Um, otherwise, they're just like you said with Philly. They take trenches in the first round. So that's never a bad pick. I don't think they go D-line again. Um, no, and they did have a great tackle maybe. play from, you know, uh, Mike Zach Tom and uh, Rashid Walker, but I could still see them going O-line again. We saw John Runyon Jr., good body. We saw him uh, <laughs> at the uh, media Good, center. not great. He's a pending free agent. <laughs> yeah, good, not great. Good, not great. No, What's your interior like? So you have um, – What's his name? Elton Jenkins is solidified left guard. Oh, yeah, right. Josh yep, Myers yep. at center. And then Runyon Jr. was a starter last year, pending for agents. So. Right, because, I mean, you could go Troy Fontenot here if they be lose guard, Runyon. Inside. Oh, uh, totally, 100%. See, I like, he, I like that a lot. Fontenot's a fun run blocker. He is going inside, 100%. Okay, I, I like that pick a lot, then. Okay. Slap him right. right guard. You want to do that? Put, yeah, love it. All right, cool. That's That's a Packers pick. We well, are, like, it's part so, yeah, what we want to do, but part also what the Packers would do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Bucks at 26. Don't right, screw it up. Start thinking of the Bucks, Sam, before you have to leave here. I know you got to run mm-hmm. really soon here. But trusted by top athletes all over the world, AG1 is a simple and comprehensive foundational nutrition supple- supplement that for whole body health. Helps me fill my nutritional gaps and fortify my body. Got a great body. So I can focus on the things that matter most with essential vitamins, minerals, and nutrients to support daily performance and sustained energy. AG1 is a powerfully simple step you could take today for a better tomorrow. Stop laughing at me. Why not? Even if... We are. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Even if your spread for the big game isn't the healthiest, you can still ensure you're giving your body the nutrients it needs to thrive with AG1. Each scoop of AG1 contains 
adaptogens, minerals, and whole food sourced item uh, ingredients that support gut health, focus, immune health, and more. AG1 is the game changer trusted by professional sports teams worldwide and revolutionizing the way athletes approach their nutrition. AG1 isn't just a product, it's a healthy habit to elevate your lifestyle. It's not just for athletes, anyone can focus on their health. They could benefit from its unparalleled impact on endurance, recovery, and overall well-being. well-being. So we got that energy. I love it. That's what's keeping me going out here in Vegas, my AG1. So this football season, let AG1 be your secret weapon. Forget ordinary supplements. AG1 is a powerhouse of essential nutrients, antioxidants, and adaptogens offering a holistic approach to reaching your full potential. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. And that's why I've partnered with them for so long. So if you want to take ownership of your health, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 and a five free AG1 travel packs. When you first subscribe at drinkag1.com slash pff. That's drinkag1.com slash pff. Go check it out right now. Bucks on the clock here at 26, Sam. Yeah. Don't and screw it up. Did you the, find somebody? Uh, well, so the team needs for the Bucks on our mock draft sim is basically half the roster, and yet it, it, it omits wide receiver, despite Mike Evans hitting free agency, despite Chris Godwin being, you know, a limited receiver relative to number one superstar if Mike Evans departs, I think they could easily go wide receiver at this spot. And there's one sitting there that I would absolutely grab. Is Evans going to be back there? Yeah. Even if Evans is back there? Yeah. Is it worth it? He's getting over. He's 30 plus. 30. He's 30. Yeah. He's yeah, 30. That's 30 plus. I don't really. It's true. It is. It Trey is. Palmer showed flashes as, you know, like a wide receiver yeah. three type, but I don't know if that's enough. I'm going to load up enough. on playmakers not type enough. of guy. For Baker. Get Baker some more receivers. Let Baker More cook, receivers cook. for Baker. Let Baker bake. Let Baker bake. Model <laughs> says, and Sam says? Troy Franklin. Troy Franklin. Oregon. All right. From that Oregon. dude has speed for days, lightning quick off the line. He could be a monster playmaker. Would you like that pick if, if the Bucks did it, Trev? Uh, he would not. We're not interested <laughs> no. in Trev's opinion. No. <laughs> yeah. All right. The Arizona Cardinals with the Houston Texans pick here. Hashtag trust the process. Yes. Hashtag TTP. Um... Interesting. What do you think here? They could use more DB. I like defensive line for them. Um, what did we have them take? It, uh, we took Marv, right? Oh, yeah, Marv. Maserati. Um, oh, they, they took Marv, actually. Wait, we took Marv. Yeah, they how took we, Marv. How we I think it's trend, for me, Trev just trenches is my thoughts. So we already to took Marvin Harrison Jr. Now you're up on the clock for Arizona. That's just how we're doing it. Flew under, a, flew under the radar. Our pick. Flew under the radar. DJ Humphreys tearing his ACL in like week 16, 17. Yeah. Um, but then also their defensive line. I think BJ Ojolari was maybe the best player on the line, which I like him, but that's not great to say about a second round rookie edge rusher. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like trenches a lot. I don't really love any of the people that, that fell for them. I don't. I... Not a Braylon Trice guy? Braylon Trice has a lot of pressures. Um, I just don't. A lot of his a lot of his wins are like from a wide nine line. I don't want to say a lot, but there there are a decent amount of his wins that come from a wide nine alignment where he doesn't have to bend or corner and he just gets to run like a wrecking ball straight at the offensive tackle. And a lot of times that creates those pressures. So he's a very high pressure player because his motor runs hot. He's pound for pound really strong, two hundred seventy pounds. So I mean he's a big edge player, but I I don't know. Like I think corner would be more impactful. Like yeah. I'd go Enix Rakeshaw Jr. or Kool Aid McKinstry. I've got Kool Aid McKinstry ranked higher, so. I think I would rather go him and get that like shut down dude on the outside. I mean, Jonathan Gannon, former secondary coach, DB's coach in Minnesota. So, yeah, I'm sure he'd love that. Let's go Kool-Aid. Yep, We're going Kool-Aid 27. Love it. Him, Garrett, Garrett Williams, Keetrell Clark, top three right there. I like that. I like yeah, that. Yeah. Nice draft for Arizona. Thanks. As we uh, anticipated. <laughs> Largely, well, We uh, did half of it. Buffalo Bills. <laughs> yeah, propped up by the top pick. Buffalo Bills here uh, at 28, <laughs> Sam. Do you have any initial thoughts yes. on this pick? Yes, I you do. do. You have strong uh, thoughts. Yes. Well, Gabe Davis probably hit free agency. Um, Stephon Diggs. <laughs> We're just drafting all the receivers. Getting more frustrated. Well, so pick number 28, I think, is a perfect spot for a particular wide receiver that is you, you keep talking about, you know, we're going to ignore the, the data and go with some vibes, some, some gut feels. Yeah. Keon Coleman is all the gut feels. Oh. The data stinks. There's a lot of bad, but it's a lot of bad data sticks. sticks. But I see mid, I see mid, mid data. But the dude, yeah, mid, mid data. There you go. Data's mid. Data reads mid. Whole lot of whole lot of mid in the data, but that dude has special. Why are you quoting JJ Watt? The data's mid. The data's mid. Keon Coleman yes. with Josh Allen. Keon Coleman has special abilities as GM of the Bills. I'll listen to my scouts. And Josh Allen's just going to yolo that guy some passes. 
All right, Keon Coleman for the uh, contested catch Yolos oh, from Josh Allen. How far down do we have to scroll oh, to get? There he is. There he is. Lions. We're fine. We're fine. So I hear you on Trice. Um, I don't think I would hate this pick. I like. I, I would like Trice in Detroit because yeah. they already have Hutchinson on right. the outside, and right. they already have Ali McNeil next to him, and you get to you get to play him as more of like a just really kind of like collapse the pocket and set the edge kind of a dude at 270 pounds, which I think that they, I think, I think the Lions would love Braylon Trice. I also think they would love Ennis Drake Charger. So that's what I was going to say, though. They need a DB worse, though. And I, I, their defensive line needs help, but I think they need a corner. So sell me on, on Drake Strada to, to the Lions. I sell you? Let's do it. I mean, he's he is one of the best run-defending corners in the class. I mean, that first and foremost, they're going to be able to check that bike's box right away. And I just think... He's he is a really solid coverage player. I worry a little bit about the overall long speed. Like they're playing a ton of man coverage. If he's mm-hmm. got a, his back to the ball a lot and he's going up against really fast NFL receivers who are trying to get vertical on him, that's where I think he struggles the most. But if you let him play in off coverage, if you let him keep things in front of him, like I said, he likes to trigger downhill. He likes to help in the run. He likes to be able to play that off coverage kind of a, a role. And so if you allow him to do that, I think he could be really solid. For that. Sounds like a guy that Dan Campbell would love. Okay, there we go. And it's Drake Shaw Jr., the corner from Missouri, going 29 to the line. Maybe the best name of the first round, too. It's a good name. Good name. Uh, yeah. We, we literally Drake just Shrug picked the guy Kool-Aid McKinstry two picks earlier. Fair. That's, got, that's yeah. fatigue. Prospect fatigue for the name. Okay. That's well, done. well done, guys. <laughs> Baltimore Ravens up on the clock here at 30, Sam. It's our pick. We got two more here. We got the Ravens. We got the Niners coming up at 32. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to make it all about the wide receivers, but I think wide receiver would definitely be in play. You for are. You're making it all about the receivers. I just, I just said I think wide receiver would be in play for them here, but there's also other yeah, positions they could go for. Yeah, would definitely be in play. I was, yeah, they, they just drafted Zay Flowers last year. Odell right. Beckham Jr. They had this year. Didn't get much out of him. So, I mean, it's, you, you still need Rashad Bateman has play. not. Bateman still has never really right, developed. Right, take the next step. Um, I was actually looking to offensive line, given their the guard situation in Baltimore yep. and just some of the fragility of tackle and Morgan Moses, the great Morgan Moses, great. getting a little bit older. I was looking at Graham Barton, maybe from Duke, given positional versatility, might be able to fill any of those spots up front. I mean, go for it. I, I we drafted Keon Coleman in the last pick because of the fields. You you grabbed. Graham I'm Barton. going for the positional versatility of Graham Barton. Does okay. he does he have any shot of playing tackle at the next level here, Trevor? Barton, will the NFL let him? Well, play I already clicked him, him, so you picked him. No, I'm taking Barton. So, <laughs> I'm taking Barton. I, I just think... want to know how upset we are that we did. Oh, that. I I forgot to make your uh, you fools. Uh, no, I, I look. I like Barton a lot. He how was much a, buyer's remorse do we have? No, he was. He's been a top. He was a top thirty player for me for a long time. I, I really like him as a football player. He just does not have very long arms, and so I think no, he'll that play guard. That's I mean, that's the thing that if you need him to play tackle in a pinch, like. A little bit like we've seen with Elijah Vera Tucker, I think you can get away with it because um, I do think the grip strength is so impressive from from him. I think that that could continue to translate to the NFL level. But and Jim um, Nagy wanted him to play center at the Senior Bowl if he was actually going to be. If he was right, if he there. was there, there was a lot of talk of that. So yeah. um, I think he's a really good football player. I just don't know if he goes in the first round because they're going to see him more as an interior line. All right, for this mock draft here on the Thursday before the Super Bowl, we have the Chiefs picking at thirty one and the Niners at thirty two. We're not predicting what's going to happen in the Super Bowl necessarily. <laughs> Although you might tune in for us to do those predictions. Um, but for now, Chiefs picking at 31. That's what the MDS has. Okay. I Wide receiver, correct? Wide receiver or tackle? I think it's pretty simple. All right. Guyton's here. So that's the tackle option that we have. Yep. Yep. Former teammate of Wanya Morris. I you love. You guys could go back-to-back 20th percentile Oklahoma tackles to the Chiefs. Yeah. Wanya oh, Morris and Tyler Guyton. Wanya, get a, get a workout. Believe. A big one, you guy. Okay, all right. Wow, is that a, is that a bad take? Is that a hot take? And I don't know. Pretty hot. You just, you just were very like. I don't, I don't see a spreadsheet. I, I don't, I don't see a lot of people who are like Wanya Morris. I, I will, like the I will flag, pound the table you know? for Wanya like, Morris. I will. I would. Okay. Wow. All right. Yeah. Wide receiver then. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I'm, I'm a. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I was, I'm just looking at your list. You're pulling up here. I am a Ad Mitchell overworthy guy from Texas. That's probably not a hot take at this point. Nope. Um, I don't love Devontae we here. Devontae is. A rich man's MVS in his current state. Yeah. Uh, so, I, Lad, I know he looked at the Senior Bowl, but... Oh, you already have Rasheed. And then Leggett. I like Leggett, and I think he's going to test well for his size. The Senior Bowl I heard was so-so. It was fine. It was fine. I, you don't, I don't think you take him over A.D. Mitchell. I That's my that's my. It's based, to me, it's either A.D. Mitchell or Jalen Polk. I could not agree more, and I would go A.D. Mitchell. Okay. A.D. Mitchell. Good catch point physical. A.D. Mitchell yeah, to the I like Chiefs. That one. Theoretically at 31, meaning the Niners are picking at 32 again, just how we have it set up here. 
before we know what happens in the big game mm. on Sunday. Oh, the big game. The game. Your thoughts. The big game. You can say Super Bowl if you're not selling. <laughs> Shut right. up. Dude. What are you sorry. doing? Oh, sorry, whoa, sorry, sorry. Whoa. Oh, no, uh, they're cutting us off. They're, can- ah, they're canceling the show. <laughs> they cut our internet. We're all, we're all in trouble. I mean, they're going a number of different places. Uh, offensive line has been weak, but nobody's turned it into a weakness yet. Pending the big game. Um, the cornerback big, the depth. I I like edge rusher, though. They're probably, you know, they, they've got, obviously, Nick Bosa. They traded for a Chase Young. But if you had a third one behind those guys to really bring some heat, Braylon Trice or um, the your senior bowl standout, Darius Robinson. Yeah, I'm not ready to go to be the one taking Darius Robinson in the first round, but that was incredible. That was a really good senior bowl yeah. from a oh, pass yeah. rush standpoint, yep. Yep. size, length. Um, he was outstanding. I do think he probably ends up going in the first round. It sounds like it. That. It sounds like it. Um, so I, do I, do it. Like, I do like Braylon Trice. Sam has to go. He's live on Gotta Beeson go. Gotta go. in 10 minutes. Let's go Braylon Trice, like that Washington Edge. Good pick. To the Niners Good pick. because they load up on defensive linemen. That's our mock draft. Hopefully we'll be able to get some sort of uh, breakdown either in the comments or up on the screen. I don't know what we're able to pull off here. Coming to you from Circa Sports. We appreciate Circa yeah. for opening up one of the cabanas. We're in like Cabana 7 or something like that. This is awesome. I, w- I want to be here in the summer. If, if you want to it attend. It doesn't matter what the. It doesn't matter. If you want to attend a first month of the NFL season, Stadium Swim is where you want to be. Watch yes. every yes. single game yes. on a gigantic TV. Uh, doesn't look doesn't get much better than this. If you're in Vegas, you know, come by here for um, the Super Bowl this Sunday during the game. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they've got they've got a table. These are all the lines. Oh, they've got all the potential props. Yeah, this is all. Oh wow! Yeah, beautiful. it's like literally every single one that's available. Steve's holding a like a right yeah now. two double length piece of paper that has a folder of like four. Yes. Yeah. I might. What if we throw down on all of them? We should. Damn, one, this is this, this is crazy. The PFF simulator gave all of you guys picks Fs whoa. and oh, gave all of us A plus. Oh my that goodness! Ugly. That's crazy. <laughs> that's what happens when it uses your draft board. I Damn. guess. Damn. Oh. Wow. Must no, have, they knew you were going off the model. Must have followed the models. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got model A's, all, except the one Dallas Turner pick where we went we went rogue, listened to the scouts in Seattle. You didn't go rogue with the pick. You told me you were going to go rogue with yeah, the pick. Yeah, I forgot. I'll be honest. I mean, look, we had a good time. We enjoyed ourselves. I it think we clearly won this draft. Yeah, no question. People would agree with that. We had fun. Uh, we appreciate having you guys to, to do that. Yeah. And I appreciate all that you guys have done on the show every time I can't make it no. obviously <laughs> no, you guys are tuesday and friday uh show guys and everything guys everything you guys have brought to the table it's been a fun week over here at the super bowl don't forget we're using the mock draft simulator we have a promo code right now 30 mds 30 mds your promo code 30 percent off every pff subscription over at pff.com yep. any uh, parting words fellas 30 mds 30 nice <laughs> No, this is this is a lot of fun. Obviously, mock draft season is very much ramping up, and so I look forward to all the people who are watching this doing their own mock drafts, sending it to us so we can compare all the good stuff. So, yeah. And again, shout out to Circa. This place is unbelievable. It's awesome. My first time we're awesome. up here on Stadium Swim. I think it's the fifth floor. The hot tub looks great right now. People are in the hot tub. Dan Lebetard's show is is recording from here all week and everything. And they're doing a great job. And again, it's legit all weekend. They're loaded up. With fun activities over here yep at circa so shout out to them we appreciate them having us and we appreciate everybody tuning in to more pff nfl podcast one more show this week friday then we'll record again right after the super bowl so we'll see you again tomorrow with more pff nfl podcast shout out pill